Hey what's up guys welcome to the 5th episode of the Keep Growing with Sid podcast I hope you all had a productive and wonderful week Today I'm going to talk about two things One is the ultimate personal growth framework which everyone should use no matter in what industry they are in Second Apple had its worldwide developer conference this week and being a tech enthusiast along with a big time apple nerd i have some opinions around the new launches the personal growth framework that i want to share with you guys comes from my real life experiences one is the recent one which i had this week and one goes back to as early as my college days there are three steps to this framework first analyze second choose and third execute let me tell you my college story first as most of the college students i used to study the night before my exams and as you know it is only good for getting through the semester and pass those exams but i was able to score reasonably good in my exams Honestly in my first semester I scored the lowest I have scored in all the six semesters the only difference between my first semester and the other five was the D day or the exam day so from the second semester onwards I used to go at least a couple of hours early to my exam center and used to help my friends while in the commute and after reaching the center this indirectly helped me in two ways A I was able to revise technically the whole subject while I was teaching them B they used to come up with some different doubts that used to made me study for that particular doubt and if the same doubt came into the exam or in the paper it was good for me right no i'm not telling you how to get good grades or something this is much bigger than that now let's apply the story to the business or a job oriented scenario it's good to have a mentor and learn from his or her mistakes and experiences but it is equally important to have a mentee let me explain just like helping my friends learn from the little knowledge i had if you start mentoring or teaching someone in your own field it gives you an opportunity to revise your skills as well as look at the industry in a new perspective why are there doubts now time for my next story this week i onboarded a new intern in my team and the whole week involved me training him for at least an hour a day now i was able to brush up or revise my digital marketing knowledge while training him about different strategies and tools as well as he came up with some pretty interesting doubts which led me to being a more knowledgeable person around those topics Now let's apply these two stories to the framework. First, analyze. So I feel you should have at least a couple of years of experience in your own field before teaching or mentoring someone. So analyze the topic or the field you think you are related to at least for a couple of years and start building on it. Second, choose. Just like it is important to choose a right mentor, it is equally important for you to choose the right mentee. You don't want to waste your time on someone who is not eager to learn or who is not curious enough to ask you the right questions. Lastly, execute. When I say execute, 
co-prepared for every session you have with the mentee. It's of no use if you're not able to teach him the right things in the limited amount of time you have as a mentor. I hope this framework will help each and every one of you to grow in your life. Let me know your opinions about this framework or if you have any doubt around this. Let's now come to the WWDC 2020. First of all, I'm not a video expert or something, but the production quality of that event was unmatched. I mean, it was better than some big budget movies. Just earlier this month, I was happy looking at the production quality of the Xiaomi India event. But this Apple event was beyond my imagination. Before coming to the software side of things, let's address the elephant in the room. Apple Silicon. Yes, we were hearing rumors about it from past one year, but now it is real. Just for the context, Apple used their own silicon or SOC in their phones, iPads and Apple Watch. And I don't think I need to tell you that all the three products are industry leaders when it comes to the pure performance of a product. Using their own silicon or their own chips on the new Mac will benefit us as the consumers in two major ways. A. Unmatched performance. As Apple will have the full control over the product from the hardware to the software and they can optimize the product way better. B. Better pricing. I know it's pretty hard to digest, but hear me out. Given that Apple will be producing these chips in-house, the overall price of an iMac or a MacBook will go down because now they don't have to pay to Intel. The cost is the cost involved in producing those chips which would be lower as compared to buying it from Intel. While the transition period is of two years, I'm pretty excited about what's coming ahead from Apple and if you're someone who is looking to buy a new MacBook this year, you can go ahead with the Intel one. They are not stopping the support for Intel based Macs. Currently, I have the iOS 14 developer beta one installed on my iPhone and Mac OS 11 Big Sur developer beta on the Mac. In terms of the overall look, both the iOS and Mac OS now feels more similar to each other. I won't recommend you to install it on your primary devices, especially if you have no prior experience of installing beta profiles. In terms of the performance, the developer builds are pretty good on both the platforms, but I feel they have ruined the spotlight search of the Mac. Maybe it's a bug and I hope they will improve it in the upcoming betas. I'll give you my in-depth review about these platforms in an upcoming episode. Till then, if you have any questions about the new Apple releases or my personal growth framework, you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter at the rate SidTechSid, that is at the rate S-I-D-T-E-C-H-S-I-D. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope it was insightful. Keep learning and keep growing.